Hello and welcome back to the No Ratings Podcast. I'm probably going to sound knackered because I've just played football, got four assists, and uh, I'm buzzing with that. I just felt like you needed to know that bit of information. Uh, more importantly, we have plenty of phenomenal uh, topics to discuss. You lot thought I was going to say phenomenal guests, innit? I sold you all the dream. <laughs> hey, uh, Remedy, you're back after about God knows how long. Uh, how are you, bro? Uh, thanks for having me. Firstly, who the hell counts their stats in five aside, man? Mm-hmm. Hey, 111 successful passes. That's, that's you know? crazy, man. Mate. Thank you I can't lie. Me. I can't lie. I'm a victim of it. I do it as well, man. <laughs> I do it as well. Apologies. I had to just take a drink because uh, I did get four assists for those oh that are listening and are bothered by me getting four assists. So, uh, Remedy, you're no longer included in that conversation. Let me talk to someone who actually cares about the important stats in life. Faisal. How are you, man? How are you, bro? I'm good, man. How, thank you, thank you. Thank, f- f- good to be here. How many assists did you get in the last game? I scored four goals last time. Bro, whoa. But I can't lie, it was all tapping, so I can't lie. It was all tapping. <laughs> they all count, man. I, I missed like five sets as well, but I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. I'm, don't I'm, let Leas tell you tappings don't count. <laughs> I was called that one minute for a second. That's cool, bro. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> don't chill. Um... Could talk about Erling Haaland's stinker against uh, Chelsea in the league, but we won't. Um, we'll save that for another day. And we've got a debut. It feels like every week we've got a debut. But um, Colleen joins us, otherwise known on social media as Coco, Colleen Che, got bare flags in her bio. Yeah. One of them you probably don't recognise. Um, how are you? I mean, I was doing good until you guys were almost doing a homage to Pele, dropping, adding these stats into your, <laughs> to your records here with no evidence at all. I don't know what's going on here. But uh, I'm really happy to be here. And as you know, I've heard the whispers since the World Cup that some of you guys are a part of the Qatari national team, part of the Qatari defence. So I am honoured <laughs> to be here. So, you know, I'm ready to go. What an honour. Right. Two of the Qatari centre-backs are in this conversation. So, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Right back, right back, right back. <laughs> I'm a wing-back. <laughs> Man <laughs> said, I'm a wing back. Um, Kalina, I didn't tell you this before we started the episode, but anytime we get someone new on, and of course, because you're an avid listener of the podcast, having seen all the likes that you drop on social, but no retweets or comments, um, first time a new guest hops on, you have to give us a fun fact about yourself. What is your fun fact? I, um, I don't really have a fun fact. My birthmark is behind my eye, I guess. I don't know if that's fun, but it's a fact. Ugh. Yeah, I know. It's a bit weird. So... That's where it is. Wow. Yeah. Now, let me give you a bit of advice. And I always give this advice on the pod. If you're on a first date, don't say that. If someone says, oh, tell me something fun about yourself. My birthmark's in the back of my eye. What do you think uh, of no, that, geezer? That's quite intriguing. Firstly, um, thank you. And I also didn't sound like a, a cast member from EastEnders about, you are, my, my birthmark. What are you doing? Hey, you're going to get used to these wow. random accents that don't have a location shambles. attached. Um, Remedy, would you like to know more about the birthmark in the back of the eye? You sounded very intrigued. Oh, why not? Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, that's the beginning and end of it. I'm not really sure how much more you can say about it. But, uh, it is um, a birthmark. It is. There's, there's not really much to say about it. It's just yeah. there. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just wow. there. I'll let you know Have if you it moves. What, <laughs> you seen what it looks like? Yeah, I've got a picture of it, actually. They take a, What? Yeah, so it's a weird thing. When you go to the opticians, you know when they do the... Well, I don't know if you guys go, but you get the glycoma tests where they're like flash load of uh, air yes. into your eye. Because I have yeah, a birthmark yeah, yeah. there, they take a picture of it and they have to see if it grows. And that's it. Because it can grow, apparently. Oh, that's, actually, 
just going to say, like, maybe no ratings pod needs to have a science twist to it. That was interesting. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I, I, I think um, bring the facts. Yeah, she's totally right. The, the, uh, the thing is, Nabe, Nabe is five minutes away from asking for that picture as well. <laughs> this guy knows me so well <laughs> no you know too much about my life actually i've given you stories for free so this picture is staying on the lock and key please hey, man i love you man <laughs> how does this man know it's going to be about four minutes before i ask for the picture <laughs> incredible um Right, you're probably sat there thinking, bro, every time we hop on a no rating spot, it's either a therapy session, science lesson. Why are you going to school, bro? Just come and listen to the pod. No, go to school. Seriously, go to school. We've had a few complaints from parents. Please go to school. Um, As always, let's start with last week's icebreaker, which was give us one random prediction for football in 2023. I'm going to admit, producer didn't clip it up, so we don't actually have um, people on Twitter giving us their thoughts, but I would like to know yours. So you got random prediction. Actually, I think Danielle gave us one. Danielle said Leicester would get relegated. So I don't know if you've got a random prediction for 2023, but Colleen, soon as you're new here, you can go first. Uh, random one. I'm not going to make anything boring, but it's along the same lines, actually. I think this is the year that the saying, too good too good to go down, actually happens. And this time, I think it's going to be Everton. So I think Everton get relegated Ooh. this year. That's my... Okay, let, me have a look at, let me have a look at the table. How close are they? Can I also just say that you should really put your money where I give my predictions. I said back in August that Arsenal would win the Premier League. No one no one was saying anything. And look where we are. I'm just saying, if you're if you're into that kind of thing, my predictions, oh, A1. She's bringing, A1. She's bringing receipts. She's yeah, bringing receipts A1. in. A1. A1. That's Trust crazy. Me. Trust me. <laughs> she's bringing receipts in. I like it, you know. She's, hey, I like that. I like she's that. dangerous, man. It means she knows things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not good. I'm scared. Um, I'm scared now. I'm scared. Um, Faze, you got a random prediction? Um, I can't lie. I, I, I didn't. I didn't look at that when I uh, when I saw the thing. Uh, but I, 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 I my I, random I prediction. Fact, didn't listen. My random prediction is Leo Messi will be playing with. Uh, will be playing in Saudi Arabia this year. Ooh. Huh. Wait, wait. In in there or for a club yeah. in Saudi Arabia? Because he and is he'll be playing, playing there. He will be, be playing at, at a club in Saudi Arabia in 2023. See, this is the takes I was talking to you about. Before we came on, I was like, I've heard about you with your questionable takes. This is yeah, it. Yeah. This is <laughs> one of them. This is you'll one see, of them. You, no, no, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. Okay. Okay. More more rumours will come out quite soon. We'll see. Oh, I'll be real. You know Faisal's got some crazy sources. <laughs> Faisal's got some crazy sources. He was telling me all sorts last night. We don't want to get the podcast off air. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> What's Maybe going this on? is bonus episode territory. No, what is going no, on? We can't be, we can't be saying disclosures. It's just something to do with uh, UK politics. I'll leave it at that, man. Faisal, Faisal apparently has an inside scoop. This sounds <laughs> <laughs> so questionable. Look- what is going on here, Faze? You know the next question, isn't it? What do you know and why and who told you? Um, if I speak, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Hold on. So you can tell Rimini, but you can't tell us. No, I need to give you context. I need to. I need to give you context. Uh, actually, no. This is a very long, long, long story. It's a very long story. Hey, we go all night, man. Hey, hit me. <sighs> Yeah, I I want to know what's going on in UK, UK politics. 
Go ahead. All right. So Faisal is the best guy. He basically runs a TikTok live every single night or some nights. However, no, like, no, no, no. I don't mean it like out, that. Out, no, no, bro. I don't mean like chill that. Chill out with every single night. No, no, chill bro. I, don't mean, well, I didn't mean like that, bro. Just some nights that he's feeling ready. He'll go on TikTok live. He'll have a good evening and jokes, everything, right? So last night I was on there with him, a couple of couple other guys as well. And Faisal asked, usually tests everyone on stuff, on like random so usually geography, football, whatever. So last night we we had a politics graduate on our TikTok live, and Faisal was like, we started speaking about politics, and Faisal just said some stuff that we cannot say on camera. But he already has said it on yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah, but it was on TikTok live. It, that doesn't count. No one, no one really <laughs> recorded it. Yeah, you're okay. he's right. He's right. No one. Uh... No one recorded it. Yeah, except for me. Yeah, so we'll just Very... we'll just keep certain things under wraps. We just we care for the um, the safety of my my brother Faisal. <laughs> whoa, whoa, chill out. <laughs> no, okay, no, I'm, I'm overdoing that. I'm overdoing that. I'm overdoing that. All right, cool. Back to, back to one random thing happening in 2023. Declan Rice is joining Arsenal. Hey, you got sources as well. You've actually got sources. This is it's a smell. It's a smell that I have. It's been looming. I think Declan Rice this summer, Arsenal will sign him for seventy million pounds. Seventy. Seven zero. Okay. Didn't David Moy said he won't sell him for less than a hundred? Well, his contract expires in twenty twenty four. Will Moyes even make it to the summer to even yeah. be exactly. <laughs> giving his opinion? Exactly. Let's, I don't know. Mm, interesting. All right. Well, we've got two two lots of sources in here, and then we've got Colleen's just. No, no, she, no, 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 chill out. She's got her own. She's got her prediction source. Come on, you got to respect. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Yeah, she said she's like, going to win the Premier League in August. There you go, man. Listen, these two these two boys are so frightened of you because you've got receipts. They're like, hey, hey don't say <laughs> hey, it's hey, Colleen. She's good. Yo, she's yo, good. Yo, if we're talking about predictions, come on. You see me during the World Cup. Come on. Yeah, to be fair, you carried your your own podcast, which, by the way. I don't think the people who follow no ratings know much about, so please go ahead. Hi, yes, yes, I have a... Shush! This is no ratings. I... I'm playing, go on, go on. Honestly, I'm playing. you got go, go, go. me. You got me. <laughs> uh, nah, I'm playing. I have a podcast with Puberty. It's called Bottle Job. Um, yeah, we just predict random stuff, and I, got, I had a pretty wacky World Cup in terms of my predictions. I said Argentina were going to win. I said Saudi will beat Argentina. I said Morocco will beat... It's a lot. So if you if you guys enjoy... Wacky takes, go check it out. But uh, can I? Can, uh, but, but, but 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 can I just add as well to that? Is that for some reason when I said guitar's gonna win, uh, I think guitar's gonna go through. Everyone decided to go at, at me, but they forgot that Remedy said it as well. I'm just saying. That's what I saw of you. That's what I saw. <laughs> That's the video I saw. That was insane. <laughs> I was thinking. I've seen. I've seen your face. I know you've been on here, but I've seen a video. That was the video. I remember sitting down watching that, being like, "What the hell is going on?" Some, you know I, what, I, to be fair, to be fair, I'll, I'll put my hands up. I said it with intentions, and I went to the World Cup to say. That old chestnut, yeah. No, huh? there you go. You got you got something out of your prediction. Can like not many other people can say that. So, Faisal, even I though did, you got I cooked, did. I say fair enough. I did. I got cooked, and I was happy to get cooked when I was chilling with R nine. You know what I mean? There I was happy. To... <laughs> I uh, uh, don't even get started on the R9 story. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to get into this week's pod, but just very quickly, I just want to say there's something that was cut out from the last episode Faisal was on 
because of something he said about R9. It was it was funny. It wasn't rude. It wasn't nasty. It was something funny. He knows as well because I texted about it earlier. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, um, that's uh, another PJ for another day. Let's get into this week's pod. Uh, let's talk about John Stones because Remedy, you were just talking about TikTok and one of your TikToks went viral because you are a master of viral TikToks. After your TikTok was deleted, they couldn't hold you down. You came back stronger. Um, John Stones, according to you, is the best centre-back in the world right now. So how I visualise this happening is you go and tell us why, in case for those who haven't listened or watched the TikTok. And I think there'll be some people on this podcast, name and no names, uh, that probably won't agree completely. So please, let's hear your sales pitch. So, so John Stones, right? I think there's been this thing about him that he's error-prone, makes mistakes. And I think that is something that you know when you say something so often that you start to believe it? I think that's what happened with him. Like, I always thought John Stones was an unbelievable centre-back. But watching him live in person, I was at, I was with Nubeda at the Chelsea Man City game. Um, I think I saw how good he can be. He could command a backline by himself. In that first half, he had the whole of his own defensive half to cover by himself. And he did it to a, he did it to a T. When he was one-on-one against someone, I knew John Stones was coming out on top. When the ball came in the air, I knew John Stones was coming out on top. And there's not a lot of defenders that I feel have that inevitability about them in the way that John Stones did. And you might say I'm, re- I'm being a reactionary fan. Maybe I am. Who knows? But I just feel that John Stones right now, in terms of his form, he's definitely been the best centre-back in the world this season. Who wants to disagree first? Go on. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I I I I I watched the video and I agree with with some point at what you said. But I feel like with the thing is, for you to call someone the best in the world is I look at that. First of all, he hasn't played like you said as well over the past three years as well. He's been the best centre back. I look at it. The last no, no, no three sorry, years, I did. I didn't say no. I didn't say that. I said he's been playing at a very good level in the past three years. Okay, even even with that. Even even with that, <laughs> thing is for you for you to be the thing is I look at I look at one thing you can be good centre back and you've had, you have a lot of attributes in it that's fine, I look at one thing which is how impactful you are to that team, I look at it like if we take you away from that team, is your team still winning? With Stones, if you take him away from Man City, is Man City still winning? They are still winning. I can give you three centre-backs. If you take them away from that specific team, are they still winning? No. Thiago Silva being one of them. If you take him away from Chelsea, today is the biggest demonstration. Real Madrid, I think we've got... I might be biased here, but I feel like we've got the best centre-back this this season in Militao. I think if we take Militao away from Real Madrid, we struggle as a team. And that's my point. I can't believe I'm going to agree with you because I, I came with preconceptions about you guys all, but... Oh, yeah, bro, but I know Ball, man. I know <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think you knew Ball, but I 100% bro. agree. I, I agree with everything you just said. I think it's a little it's a little bit of a reach to say the best in the world, Stones. And also, just going to shamelessly plug in one centre-back that no one's meant, mentioned yet, who I think has outperformed John Stones. Why are you shaking your head? Did you not... I know the exact name you're going to go for, but please go ahead. I just want to throw out a certain Frenchman who has performed phenomenally 
If you take him out of the team, this certain team is not top of the league. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. Just going to pop that in. But what I will say is I think John Stones has been not underrated, but maybe not given the plaudits he deserves because of the Superman City team he is in. Especially when you take one, one out, someone else comes in. It seems like business as normal. But when you actually look at his game, he's a, well, he's England. In my opinion, he's England's best centre-back. Um, but to say he's best in the world, I think Militao has done very well. I didn't even used to like Militao the last what, 12, 12 months ago. But what he's been doing for Madrid, phenomenal. But yes. John, John hey, Stones up there. Hey, hey, I, I, I like you still. <laughs> I, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that too soon. I won't say that too soon. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna uh, see. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey listen. Basil's trying to be nice for the first time. Yeah. Listen, listen. If we're pushing Saliba best center, but I'll take that, bro. I'll take that too. Give me that. Can I just say I didn't? Can I just say I didn't say a name? I didn't say anyone. But I'm glad no, that you no. recognise no. who you thought it could be. Who could? No. Out I mean, you literally said Frenchman side is top of the Premier League. Could, there isn't another could, French centre back to play for us. Uh, okay. Listen, listen, listen. I'll, I'll run with that too. I'll run with Saliba prop too. But mm. the reason to counter Faisal's point about take John Stones out is that John Stones' fault that Man City are so good and they're so stacked. It isn't, but but then again, he's missed a lot of games and they've still been winning without him. That That's I agree. That I agree with. That I agree with. But how I how I judge a centre back is that firstly they can lead a line by themselves. And when I see John Stones, I think he can. And not to mm-hmm. not to discredit Militao or other centre backs because they like Militao this season, top. Unbelievable. Yeah. A bit shaky against Villarreal. But I think Militao this season has been brilliant. So I don't mind you putting other players in top, but just from what I've seen from my, my own eyes, I just said this season, there's not there's not a centre-back or many centre-backs performing at the level of John Stones this season. No, 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 bro, I hear you. I hear you. And I feel like the ones, because you got a lot of disagreement in your video and on Twitter as well, people saying, oh, he's not even uh, your City's best centre-back or second. For me, I look at that as you've clearly not seen City and you clearly haven't seen John Stones play for the past years. If you say he's not been top three City centre-backs, you're just a casual, in my opinion. And if you don't know, if you don't rate John Stones that highly, then again, you're like you haven't watched him play. But to, to put him as the best in the world... That to me is that's a stretch in my opinion. I hear that it's a bit much in it, but I needed the views in it, so we just got. Uh... <laughs> Fair play. No, no, I hear you. I hear you still. The game is the game. The I, I like. I, I rate it still. Yeah, I rate it. Could, could you not like tell me that before they made the running order for this sh- show, where we're going to talk about John Stones being the best centre back, and after six minutes you've gone, "Hey, I just said it for the views." <laughs> no, I, I, I truly, no, no, I truly believe it. But if I was like adamant on it, I'll start like fighting my case even more. But. Like, I don't mind people putting other centre-backs. But I've heard some crazy shouts in terms of people better than him. Go on. I've heard people like... me. Okay, Kalina, I'm an Arsenal fan too. I'm a huge Arsenal fan. But I don't think Saliba's been better than John Stones this season. I don't think someone like Laporte has been better than John Stones this season. I don't think Ruben Diaz has been better than John Stones this season. But firstly, I I low-key have a Ruben Diaz agenda. But... I don't think I don't Same. think Varane has been better than him. I don't think Lissandro has been better than him. I don't think all of these centre backs that people are naming have been better than him. Araujo from Barcelona, Alaba. I think John Stones has been better than him. Rudiger, we, he's not been like a consistent player in the team. I've heard Bastoni from Inter. I've heard so many names that John Stones has been better than. The one I'm guy happy that I'm to hear that you, 
I'm happy that you haven't mentioned Militao yet, though. I'm happy with that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I literally said he's been amazing this season. Yeah. Yeah. No, with him, the only one who I would consider above him in the sense of how they've done this season and in terms of how impactful they've been is Militao and potentially Thiago Silva. Yeah. Mm. I don't know about the silver shout. I'm not gonna lie. He's been elite. Uh, Chelsea's problem is not. It's not cons- uh, their problem hasn't. Well, recently it has been. Like, li- 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 like fair enough. <laughs> that's been without Thiago Silva. That's that's been without Thiago Silva. But their problem has been scoring goals, and their problem hasn't been conceding at the beginning of the season. And Thiago Silva is a main main leader in that defense, especially without Reese James, which a lot of people are forgetting. He's been absent the whole season so I think he's a main leader but I don't think he's up there with Stones though in terms of form this season though Thiago Silva's been top three this season in my opinion I don't mind Um, I don't know about that I I feel part of the reason why you can say Stones has been the best centre-back in the world right now is I think well two reasons one there was a period where people didn't rate Stones at all so I think like Anything, it's, it's almost like if Darwin right, right now, for example, say, is for a lot of people terrible. If he goes on a goal streak of 10 in 10, people are going to go, he's the best striker in the world. Because there's always like the, the the upside is much bigger. The other thing is, I don't actually think there's that many good centre-backs right now that are in form. I think there's lots mm. of good centre-backs, but do I think any of them are in stellar form? Like Varane's been decent. Lissandra hasn't played since uh, obviously coming back. Um, and I think he was another one where people thought he was going to be garbage and then he was decent and now people are like, he's so good. Um, I think Saliba was actually a bit shaky in the World Cup at times, but again, I think Saliba's been good, but still not like, if I'm thinking of like the best centre-back in the world, I want him to like really, really stand out from the rest. Um, I do think Stones is up there. I personally would have Militao, personally, because I think also the demand on him uh, at Madrid is far higher than say someone like Stones also Stones against Bournemouth I remember that game distinctly and he was average uh, against Newcastle he was average and those two or three games stand out to me to be fair, um, to be fair those, I, those games he was playing at right back as opposed to centre back yeah true true played out position um, yeah I'm, I'm more on the vibe of like I don't think anyone's the best because I don't mm. think anyone's actually playing supremely well that's that's my feeling the thing is as well, it's super hard to judge centre-backs because everything comes in a system. Centre-backs are yeah. like the most system players because you can be protected. You can play like the deepest line and you look amazing. <clears throat> Varane. <clears throat> also, <laughs> you could be playing on the halfway line and look fantastic. And me personally, I rate centre-backs who play on the halfway line mm-hmm. yeah, more than people that like just sit in the box and head balls away. I hear you. Yeah. I, I think... Centre-backs, say, teams like City, Liverpool, um, essentially teams that play with a high line are in one, on one end at far higher risk of looking terrible, but on the other end, at a much better end looking loads better because they have much more demand and their, their job is like, it could be amazing or it could be woeful. Whereas if you sit back and you're deep, or say you're Harry Maguire at United or Harry Maguire at England, actually, is the best example your job is essentially to kick it and lump it as far as you can. Mm. And if you can do that successfully, I don't think that makes... I think... Think about Sean Dyche's Burnley team. James Tarkovsky and Ben Mee and these men there were just knocking... Just winning duels, basically. I don't think that's what a centre-back is these days. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anyone else. don't know if anyone else stands... Like Melitao, Stones, 
Saliba are the three like somewhat obvious names. I personally don't have Thiago Silva in there. Um, who else? Who else is in there right now? I don't know. I, I think. I think. No, I think not uh, Van Dijk for sure. Yeah. I think. Sorry. I think Thiago doesn't like, belong to be there. Just just because Chelsea's tenth, bro. That, that's not. That's not down to him, is it? That's not down to what what he's what what, what he's done. It's been that's that's been games that he's been literally having to carry that defense on his back. And without Reese James, without like Kukurella is just it's just a nonsense. Kulibali, he can't move now. Kulibali yeah, but him being the best move. out of like a bad bunch doesn't make him like top three. He's had a few shaky games. Yeah, but so him far. but but him being tenth, it's not down to him though at the same time. Yeah, I mean he can be tenth. I don't think, but and, and, I don't think he's top put, three in the world. If you right put now. John, if you put John Stones in that team, if you put <laughs> the person that you mentioned, Saliba, if even Diego Militao, if you put Militao in that team, they're not improving that Chelsea defense as well. So that that's not his fault. No, but that that's that goes back to my point saying like centre back is the most system player in the team. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. exactly, and and but but not not but discrediting but but by discrediting Thiago Silva just because of how poor Chelsea's been, I find that unfair in my opinion. No, but I didn't I didn't discredit him yeah. because Chelsea have been poor. I was just saying that I don't think he's top three. Do you know what I mean? I'm saying like. Him, man, from even where in the World Cup, I don't think he was outstanding. So, I'm I like, I'm not saying he's a bad <laughs> defender, and I'm not saying because Chelsea are rubbish, um, Thiago Silva's not good. <laughs> I'm saying he's not in my top three. Like, I can have that opinion and not. Like... First, first, okay, okay, I hear. I, okay, I hear. One thing you need. To, Yo, one thing you need to learn, like debating with Faisal, you need to be super precise with your argument because, like. You just have to be mad precise with what you say because, like, I saw those eyes widen. Yeah, the TikTok live was about to come out. I don't know. You were ready the to argue. I knew it. Yes, <laughs> All right. I, I do wonder though, who will be in that category of like centre backs in the next couple of seasons? Because I feel like we're actually on like the tail end of good centre backs. Like Thiago Silva won't be around in a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where Van Dijk's form will be in a couple of seasons. Um, I have my theories, but I will talk about them at some point. Um, I don't know where Varane will be in a couple of seasons. Um, I'm trying to think of like anyone else. Edem Edem Elita is actually relatively young. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like at a bit of a loss. I think you've got like Saliba. You've got um, actually. Do you think Ben White would be a good centre back? Because there is a, there is a theory that Ben White's great because he's a right back, but not a great centre back. No, I, I mean me personally, I think he's a good centre back. I think I think it, it goes back to that kind of argument over systems and relationships and the way it works for Arsenal currently with Gabriel and Saliba, even though I think in the beginning it kind of felt like Gabriel was levels below Saliba or how it looked if you're doing it on like an eye test way and then it felt like, okay, Ben White's strongest there and the way we were playing, that, that was the set back three in that kind of, well, back four in that kind of area. But I think Ben White could quite easily jump back into a centre-back role and do a Rolls-Royce of a job. I don't think he's been pushed there because he's a better right-back, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I was watching Ben White this season. I was like, oh, last season, I was like, we underpaid for him. I was mm-hmm. telling him, like, 50 mil was a steal. I was like, this guy is <laughs> unbelievable. That's why, I, honestly. Brother, we're, we're all ethnics in this chat and we're all broke and none of us will ever say 50 mil was a steal. <laughs> nah, but you get what I mean. What life are you nah, living? No, 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 you get what I mean, man. Like, I think, like, if you look at how much defenders are going for, like, Kukureo at 60 million, 
uh, and defenders like that. I think Ben White for 50, his performances last season were impeccable. Of course, he had some, cool, he had some shaky moments, like any centre-back mm. does. But to say he's not really, like, he's not been shoehorned into playing right-back because he's can't do the job at centre-back. You still put him there? Like Khalid said, he'll still do an amazing job. Arsenal fans defend Ben White like he's the president, man. You can't say Listen, anything. Listen, I feel like you ben lot White. could do with Ben White at the minute. So I'll, I'll nah, brother. I'll know. In, in both Trent right back last... and and centre back, uh, in uh, both uh, positions uh, actually. Trent in the last four games defensively has been on. Un... You like no, no. the tweet, you little snake. <laughs> you like the tweet. What are you doing? Begrudgingly, <laughs> begrudgingly, begrudgingly. Listen, My agenda has to agenda. Listen, you could do with Ben White. Nah, I'm I'm good with my defenders. Don't worry about us. You you, you chill, man. Top of the league, yeah, you're rolling in here, going the team that's going to win the league this time and the other. <laughs> um, right. Uh, over from John Stones. Another thing that popped up on Twitter was I don't know if you saw Goal.com's tweet, and obviously we've got to give credit because we're basically robbing their idea, uh, but made it slightly better. But basically, they posted four pictures of players and said, "Who would you have in your prime?" So we'll start with their suggestion. So we've got like the elite, then somewhere in the middle, and then. <laughs> a slightly more hipster one at the end. So theirs was, who would you have in your prime out of David Beckham, Ronaldinho, Rooney, and Zidane? And I think Liban, who was actually meant to be on tonight's pod, um, but isn't feeling well, so get well soon, mate. Uh, he hasn't got anything serious. Actually, he's just got a cold. I don't know why I'm being soppy. <laughs> but he basically said, Ronaldinho over most players he's ever seen in their prime. I don't know how I feel about that. Can you can you repeat the names to me, please? Yeah, David Beckham. Don't know how he snuck in there. Ronaldinho, Rooney, and Zidane. I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be honest. All right. I did not really watch David Beckham. I'm young, man. Like David Beckham, like I saw him towards the tail. I saw him at Real Madrid. I didn't see him at Man United like that, and I haven't really gone back to check highlights. Yeah. Zidane, again, I was a bit young. I obviously know how good he is, but to start like putting names over others, listen, I'm going to let you guys go ahead. Listen, I think those four, the fact that Beckham was mentioned amongst Zidane, Ronaldinho and Rooney, I, I completely discarded Beckham. I wasn't even thinking about him when I was, <laughs> when I was reading it. I'm not going to lie. He doesn't even make the cut for me. I think for me... At Rooney's like third place, third. Phenomenal player. I wish he could have been a bit more, could have had a bit more longevity to his game. Um, but when you've got the likes of Ronaldinho and Zidane, I think there's two, I think you can kind of go with how you feel about the game. Because when you look at um, Zidane, he's probably one of like, one of the greatest top 10, top five in most people's lists. And he absolutely embarrassed Brazil in, in 98. However, you've got players like Zidane who hone in their craft and are like one of the best midfielders ever. But then you've got players like Ronaldinho where people's love and affection comes into these kind of arguments where like, oh, Ronaldinho made me love the game. It, not necessarily on a technical aspect in terms of, oh, this is how they'd fit into my system or how I would play. Ronaldinho just has that effect on the last two generations where he kind of pips up the list maybe where others like maybe Zidane should be a little bit higher. He kind of gets up, gets up a little bit above just because of that love for him. Because he made a two generations love football. For me, though, Zidane, number one, Zidane, Ronaldinho, Rooney, Beckham. 
quick question, Colleen. I know this age shouldn't ask a woman her age, but this is the No Ratings podcast. I'm not, you know, I'm asking you for podcast reasons. Uh, how old are you? I'm 25. Okay, so you've also not seen that much of Beckham, right? I saw like the the back end of, of Beckham's career, but as in live, but I've seen enough. Okay. I don't. He doesn't make it into the. He doesn't break that top three mold for me though. All right, cool. Remember, it's prime as well, right? So, like, yeah, yeah Ronaldinho made us love the game, but prime Ronaldinho, uh-huh. we're saying, like, if his prime was for six months at Barca, mm-hmm. are you saying, like, football-wise, he doesn't even contest with Zidane? That's what it sounded like to me. What, what, what who? Beckham? Ronaldinho, forget Beckham. No, I, I think he does. I think, I think he does. No, he does contest with, with Zidane. I, I mean, I my heart says more Ronaldinho, but my head would say Zidane. I think Zidane, I think... Zidane, I think, had overall had a slightly longer time at the top versus Ronaldinho. Um, I just think if I was picking a, a team for someone to come into, I think I'd, I'd go with Zidane all day. All day long. Faze? Right. Yeah, I agree. It had to be Zizou. And what and what, what he did with the 98, 2000, all the Euros, winning that 2002 wasn't even his prime as well. And, and, mm. and he won us a Champions League. 2006 was way above his prime and he, he embarrassed Brazil's dream team including Ronaldinho he won the Ballon d'Or that season that was prime Ronaldinho by an old Zidane embarrassed him so uh, the only sensible answer in this debate should be Zidane Question where are you having Rooney th- like are, you, are we saying like Zidane is somewhat clear of Ronaldinho and Rooney's a long way behind and Beckham's a long way behind him Beck, the thing is, I look at the tables. So table one, I'll put Dinho and Zidane. Oh, God, here we go. Like, table one, I'll put Dinho and Zidane, even though Zidane's like, plate is a bit more than, than Dinho's. Table two is Rooney. Like, 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 the thing is, I wouldn't even have Beckham. Beckham is the, is the waitress in there. Like, he doesn't even have a table in there. He, I don't know why he's there, bro. Like, why, is he, why is he the waitress and not the waiter? He doesn't deserve like, he doesn't deserve a table in that restaurant, bro. <laughs> That's okay. crazy. Uh, to be fair, did he not get mm. like second in the Ballon d'Or, David Beckham, in '99? He did. He did. Like he's got some accolades to himself, but yeah, from what I've seen of Beckham, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind the list you guys have put. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm older than you lot, so um, I've seen more of Beckham than you guys have. But I do also feel that like. There's a lot of nostalgia with Beckham. He's he's basically someone tweeted me earlier actually saying he's Kevin De Bruyne but could run all day, which is pretty much what he was like. Um, he survived off like crossings um, when the game was more ba- based around crossing the ball in. Someone said he's basically a right wing back in this day and age, which I don't think is actually that far mm. off because like he was a wingers like him don't exist. So maybe he was like more of a Trent sort of character if he played now. Um, if you, if Go on, Rimmer, do you if, not no, 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 I'm, I'm agreeing. If you show me one David Beckham successful dribble, I'll say fair enough. He wasn't actually horrible at dribbling, you know, but his dribbling wasn't like he wasn't like weaving in and out of players. He was like shimmy pass one to cross the ball in. Not technically not a dribble, but it, if you take someone on, it kind of counts. Nah, it don't count in my book. Listen, I completed seven successful dribbles today. That oh, like overdoing Here, Here's the fake, the fake stats again. With yeah, no fake facts. Hey, the producer's not in here right now, but he played tonight and he will tell you. Um, mm, but okay, so we're going 
They're going to Dan, Ronaldinho, Rooney, Beckham. The next one's far more interesting and not as clear cut, in my opinion, because I think there's a lot of personal. Can I guess? Can I guess? Because I yeah, I've sent you the running order, so why do you need <laughs> to guess? Because the running order was actually wrong. What do you mean? The running order. It was. It was not the right one. So I'm just going to guess. Go on. Then. I've not, I promise I've not seen it. Yeah, this is one that. A debate that I hear all the there's time. There's no, there's no way you can guess. All right, but go on, go on. Is it to do with creative midfielders? No. Uh, I embarrass myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Take a seat. Um, Yaya Torre, Michael Essien, Gilberto Silva, and Musa Dembele. Um, at their prime. Bear that in mind. Like. I know a few people who are listening to this going, why is Dembele in there? But Dembele is definitely a top footballer uh, in his prime. Gilberto Silva, obviously, we've got two Arsenal fans in here who are probably going to rave about him. Yaya Torre, obviously. And then Michael Essien, who probably didn't have as long a successful career, but in his prime, he was very, very, very good. FaZe, you look like you've already got an answer, so... Honestly, this is the easiest one to answer. And I find disrespectful that Yaya Torre is is, is put into into a mix of those, those other three. I'm just like, yeah, disrespectful. <laughs> that disrespectful, bro. Like for you to put Yaya Torre, even forget Prime, even Prime or, or no Prime, to be to, to, to be put in the mix of those four, that is disrespectful, man. What? 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 Essien in his prime was unbelievable, bro. But he's nowhere near Yaya Torre on his prime. So what's your order? What is your order? That I'm curious. What's your order? So Yaya's oh. obviously top. Yaya's first. I, I haven't even thought about the second, third, or fourth. But but, but it's, just, it, it's just Yaya. Like, I, I'm still upset that Yaya's been put into this. But Yaya first, and then I'll think about the second, third, fourth player. I kind of agree yeah. with you, though. Yaya's like head... I do think he's definitely head and shoulders above everyone else on that list. I actually think the list follows suit. I think it goes Essien, Gilberto, Dem, um, Dembele. I think it follows succinctly like that. I really like Dembele, though. I think he helped the way he was able to suck in players before he was able to release the pass a little bit before um, a lot of players have started to do it now back in his prime and um, how influential I say how influential how crucial he was to Spurs in particular but his um, his honours list ain't looking that great and his availability not that great at all yeah, that's what I was saying prime no, forget availability no, okay, you don't need to take him okay, for a date okay 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 I think there's been a lot of revisionism on Moussa Dembele I think no, no, no. But honestly, were they talking about Dembele like this in 2017 or 2016? Uh, No, I need to give I I need to give you a caveat. By the way, Dembele was genuinely my favorite player in that period. Genuinely, this is like everyone who comes on the pod uses that as a caveat every time. I really like him. No, he was actually my like people are. Oh, why you you're an Arsenal fan? Why do you like Spurs player? He was genuinely my favorite player. But people weren't talking on Dembele's name like this. Okay, so you're saying... So what, what are you my, saying, my, right? so like, let, who, let me hear put, it loud and clear. Who put him in this conversation? That's what I want, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> no, the thing is, with, with, yeah, I agree, bro. I agree. This, the thing is, this is not even prime. This is just on his day, bro. Like, this is just literally on his Genuinely, day. Genuinely, we're going to put on his day, Joe Cole, on his day. Like, we're going to get like random ballers. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm going to make an executive choice here. Let me switch Dembele out and I'm going to put Pogba in there. I'll now let's have the conversation. I'll be real. I'll be real. I'll be real. Uh, like, can I go first? <laughs> go on. Go on. Like, like, are we like? Uh, so now we've got Pogba in there, yeah? 
Yeah, so now I'll tell you who the four are. Okay. Obviously, only one has changed, but just in case, Yaya Torre, Essien, Gilberto Silva, and Paul Pogba. In their prime, bear in mind, you just said about on his day, what is your new order? You know, listen, I might get hated for this. <laughs> but I'm, all I'm saying, now, Paul Pogba, if he never got injured, or if he had a better system United, forget, forget all of that, but Paul Pogba in his prime... And it's so unfortunate we haven't seen it. Deserves, bro, he's one of the best midfielders of all time. You literally just said, <laughs> we haven't seen it, but he's the, one of the best mid- midfielders. But, 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 we, I gave you reason why we but I gave you a reason why we haven't seen it. It's, it's because but of the injuries, believing. it's because of the bad system, it's because of Man United. So wrong, when, you, when you bring up evidence to back this up, you're going you're bring, gonna to bring up your little monitor. You're going to look at me like, oh, he would have done so much better if this system was different. So just imagine it was a different system. Imagine it was a little bit better. He's one of the yes. best in the world. What? Because he, no. he showed it. He showed it to you. If he went to a different system, if you went to a different manager who understood tactics, into a positive manager with the right system, the right players, bro, we'd we be talking about poor There's Pogba a lot of ifs and caveats and shoulds and conditionals. But bro, this is what this is the whole argument. You're, his, the question was in his prime. I'm giving you in his prime. I'm not saying if, if, if this was without prime, poor Pogba's lost. But the question was very simple, in his prime. And it Paul Pogba in his prime, no one on this list is better than him in his prime. Even Yaya Toure in his prime. Right, but yeah, prime, you... prime Pogba is, come on, man. It's one of the best, bro. Right, so what, but what you're saying here is the car hasn't got wheels and it hasn't got a steering wheel and it hasn't got seats. <laughs> but if you sit in it for long enough... It might have them, and it could be the best car on the market. Uh, listen, listen, allow this, man. Allow this, man. I'm being serious. That's literally what you just said. Like, I hear what you say. I hear what you're saying about Prime Pogba. We haven't seen it, but then if you haven't seen it, you can't put him against someone who you have seen in their prime. Uh, listen, it's 11:30, man. Allow this. Allow this. If, if uh, listen, all if I'm saying is, I'm, I'm Pogba's. I'm Pogba's biggest. Uh, one of Pogba's biggest. Uh, Supporters, and uh, I, have to, I have to give him props in it. But I'm just saying, Pogba. If if all the ifs was there for him, and it's not a lot of ifs, it's just a couple of ifs in it. But if it's just a couple of ifs there for him, we would be talking as poor Pogba as one of the best in the, uh, ever, one of the best midfielders ever. <laughs> I'm stunned. <laughs> That's crazy. I love this guy, man. My, like my favorite Arab on earth. I only know about three, but you know. What's crazy? Um, what's crazy about that? I, I'm very intrigued here. Like, I, like I've got work. In the no, morning. I didn't say I've it was crazy. Early. I've got work in the morning early, but I'm, I said, I'm, I said I'm it was crazy, crazy, man. Listen, man. Oh god. Listen, man. On talent, Pogba is amazing. On talent, he's unbelievable. But how long does a prime last? Is that what? We're, are we are we saying one player? You have to play them on like their best version of themselves in one game. Is that how we're doing it? Not really. I think like prime is definitely like at least a number of months. Because then in reality, then you could say like I don't know, Darren Ambrose in that game against Man U was in his prime. You know what I mean? Like he scored a goal from the halfway line. Or David Bentley. Like you can't really argue. So though. we're going off a couple of months. Okay, that's our criteria for prime. Okay, for me, it's Yaya Torre. Number one, I think his ability to take over games and run games just from his hard running. But listen, man, Pogba, it's weird because he gets overrated by some people and underrated by some people. I, like, I think we never take Pogba as what he is. I think the idea of Pogba was better than what we saw. 
Can we agree with that, mm-hmm. Faisal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. The idea of Pogba was unbe- this guy who's like creative, dribbling, that kind of stuff. But I think Pogba, he's not on Yaya Torre. Like, I think Yaya Torre is better from what I actually saw. The guy was the mo- he was genuinely the most dominant midfielder in the Premier League. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was, and 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 th- that's why I said to you earlier, if Pogba wasn't on this list, this was being disrespectful because Yaya Torre was again like like I said, the, the thing is with, with Yaya is that a lot of people have got Yaya as a top three midfielder. Forget prime, yeah, forget prime. A lot of people have got Yaya Torre as one of the greatest midfielders of of in, in, in the Premier League history, and deservedly so. What he's did in that 11-12 campaign, top, what he's done, but. The question was Prime Pogba. And Prime Pogba, bro, it would have been, oh my God, it been would have, iconic. Would have been, would have been. Would have been. That's the thing. But, but his okay. question Keyword, would have been. Okay. Would have been, exactly. If the right system was there for him. And we looked at it for France 2018, that was all Pogba. 2022, France would have won if Pogba was there. All I'm saying, with Pogba, it's There's just, a lot of just, Disney Plus, Amazon Primeness to your arguments here. It's all like maybe on the next season of potentially. That, but that's the thing. But that's what, yeah, but that's what's unfortunate about it, is that Pogba's career will now be looked at what ifs. That's going to be Pogba's career. It's just going to be what if. A lot of people, let's say 10 years from now, you know how now, yeah, like nowadays we've got streets player, like the Teract, that Hatton, Ben Arthur's and them man. In 10 years from now, that's going to be Pogba. Like, that is a shame. <laughs> that is the biggest, that is... So if, me, you, it, so if you know that, why are you putting... How does he top Because I'm, because, because I'm upset about it. I'm upset about it. I'm upset so about you've, it. So you've created your own version of Pogba versus what everyone else here has actually seen. And that's why he tops your list. Is that what you're saying, basically? Say again, sir? What? Basically, you've created your own version of Pogba and that's why he's top of the list. It's not just my version. It's not just my version. I've seen that version. I've seen what that version was at Juve. And I've seen that what that version was in that 2018 work. So I'm not imagining it. <laughs> I'm not I've seen that version. Well, you said, a, you said my... a lot of woods and ifs and maybes and da 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 da. Like I, I don't yeah, really but... I don't I don't I don't get your argument, unfortunately. I would love to back the <laughs> argument, but I don't get it. Wait, wait, by the way, is Pogba second on your guys' list? Up, um, Nabade and Colleen is like is Pogba second? No. Wait, is he second on your list? I think he's second on mine. Mainly, I'll be real. I'll be real. I was a bit young for Gilberto Silva to truly properly like appreciate him. So for that reason, he's last on my list just because I haven't seen him. Yeah, that's fair. SCN he was unbelievable for two or three years. Genuinely, between two thousand five, two thousand eight, that guy was unbelievable. But I preferred watching Pogba. I'll give you mine quickly because I've seen all four of them once again showing my age. Great. Um, I will go Yaya Torre first because I think that he is actually unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, I would go Pogba second, but that's mainly because I think Essien had 18 months where he was incredible. And I think if you're going 18... Pogba's 80, best 18 months against Essien's best 18 months, and you probably edge Pogba just about. Um, then I'll probably have yeah, Essien, then Gilberto Silva. Gilberto Silva, not that far behind. The problem is, we're comparing Silva. apples and oranges because we're, play, we're comparing a sitting midfielder to a creative midfielder and Paul Pogba. Yaya Torre was not at number six. Neither was Essien. 
What the, so you, what? But you just said you didn't really watch. No, the no, no. But I'm, no, I'm, I know, I know. But I'm saying you're comparing a, a sitting midfielder to other players that go forward. So it's harder to compare them. That's what I'm saying. That's a fair argument, but then we were fine to compare Ronaldinho, R, um, Zidane, Rooney, and oh, Beckham. Okay. Oh, okay, fine. Okay, you got me. <laughs> um, go on, Colleen. We've got one. We've got one more to go through yet. So uh, let's hear it. I'm not even looking forward to the next one. There's a lot of emotional damage that I have on that <laughs> on that next list. But Gilberto, if you're watching this, I am so sorry that they are disrespecting you. I have a soft spot for Gilberto Silva right here in my heart, 100%. And you know what? This wasn't true a moment ago, but just because of the pure nonsense that has come out in the last five or 10 minutes, I'm just going to tell you now, Pogba's bottom of my list. Then it's Gilberto, Essien, Yaya. And you know what? I'm not even going to explain it. I'm not even going to explain it. I'm not. Gilberto, honey, if you're watching this, please ignore these guys. You're rated here. You're rated. It took forever for Arsenal to fully replace Gilberto Silva, if if we ever really did. He underrated. Love you. No, I agree with that. I want to say, Colleen, how much did you watch of Gilberto Silva? No, I watched it. He was my favourite Arsenal player. Uh, from when I first started watching Arsenal... For the long period he was there, he was my favourite Arsenal player. Uh, and I think the hole that he left once he was no longer at Arsenal anymore kind of speaks for itself in terms of what... Uh, it kind of goes both ways in terms of how much we miss that kind of character and that kind of player in our midfield, but also versus the fact that we couldn't effectively replace him. All right, I hear you. Um, one more to do. This one's so tough. This is the hipster bunch. I hate this, um, I hate this one so much. <laughs> Uh, Dimitar Berbatov, Henrik Larsson, Jamie Vardy, and Samuel Eto'o. Rank them four in their prime. Um, I I personally, I, I have my answer, but I'm going to let Colleen go first, because Colleen just spent the last like 10 minutes going <laughs> after absolutely everyone. So please. <laughs> the thing is, I'm trying to like set my emotions aside when giving you this, because I have a chip on my shoulder with Larsson's and Eto'o's <laughs> name on it. Yeah, the first time I cried of watching a game of football, those two were involved. Yeah, that Champions League final, Larson with those two assists. I can't. It's emotional damage that's not going to be healed. So, just going to plump that there. Um, I don't know why Vardy's in this list. I'm not going to lie to you. Not sure why he's here. <laughs> I, I'm, I really don't understand. So I would love. He gets a mention in every episode. It's just it's just a given. He has to be he, on the list. I'm, he's not on my list. I'm just discarding him. Great player. Doesn't deserve to be on this list. I think. La- I, I really appreciate that you've included Larson. I feel like he gets forgotten about whenever you kind of have these kind of conversations. What he did with the, the Swedish team, getting them third, and his. His career is a phenomenal career. The impact he's had at almost, well, actually at every single club he's been at is not talked about enough. Um, so I'm not sure why he doesn't get recognised more, but I think my list would be Eto, Larson, Berber, and somewhere, 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 somewhere down, and further down, Vardy. It's bad disrespectful on Jamie Vardy. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of members of the No Ratings pod that would absolutely fight against that, but I don't think they're in this conversation right now. Um, I just want to put it out there as well. <laughs> Henrik Larsson, by the way, quite a pen guy, just putting it out there. Don't know if people disagree, but I think he is. He's an attractive um, man. Yeah. Um, 
and we haven't used the word peng yet. I was no. actually going to put Granite Xhaka in the midfield list, but um, don't, I chose do, not don't to. do that. Don't do that. Hey, I love that man. <laughs> no, um, genuinely, who who's coming up with these 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 like comparisons? That's what I want to know. God, but tell me why though? Why are you just getting angry at the no, names? No, you but it's, said it's so like apples and oranges. Like I've never heard Samuel Eto'o and Dimitar in the same conversation. <laughs> like, cool. I thought you were gonna bring like normal like, but Henrik Larsson. Okay, I'll be real. Again, bit young, but Dimitar Berbatov <laughs> and Samuel Eto'o is crazy. And Jamie Vardy too. That I forgot about him. That is a it's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. Jamie Vardy, considering you haven't watched much of Henrik Larsson, and Henrik Larsson was a better overall footballer, but in terms of their types of goals, Jamie Vardy mm-hmm. and Henrik Larsson were almost exactly the same. Um, Berbatov, yes, completely different profile. And Eto, yes, completely different profile. That's kind of the idea. You can't just have like four of the exact same players. It's much easier to compare like four really similar wingers than it is to compare four very different forwards. No, I hear that. I hear that. But I thought like, like usual Twitter debate, it would, Twitter debate would be like, yeah, compare David Silva, Juan Mata, Meza Ozil, and who else? Um, Dimitri Pai, something like that. And then that, that would get people, to, but these, because those guys, you know, they had a great season. You can compare them, but yeah, Dimitar Berbatov is crazy. But if you're on my list... Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Who, you give me two names you'd like to replace Dimitar Berbatov and Eto with, and I'll, I'll replace them for you right Dude, now. Go you got, ahead, a, you got a future in production. Go ahead. I'm asking oh, you, which two me. would you oh, like okay, instead? David okay, okay. Um, Villa. Right, let's throw in David Villa. Yeah. But that's just... Uh, David Villa. David okay. Villa and Samuel Eto'o. That's, what, a good, that's a good com- uh, conversation to have. Oh, so you're kicking out Vardy and Larson? No, I'm kicking out Berbatov. That guy can go. Right, okay. Let's get rid of Berbatov, and that's now David Villa, just because you put in a very friendly request. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, now now your four is David Villa, Henrik Larsson, Vardy and Eto'o. Go ahead. Oh, now we're talking. Now now my brain is working. Okay. Jamie, okay. I'm solely going off your opinion. Who's a better footballer? Henrik Larsson. I'm going off what you said. Yeah. So we're going to put Jamie Vardy fourth, Henrik Larsson third. Now Samuel Eto'o or David Villa? Two, two strikers that were unbelievable, but I was I was a David Villa fanboy growing up. Ah, no, I'm gonna put Samuel Eto first. I'll put Villa second. Correct, that is correct. Oh, okay, phase. Yeah, Eto first. Easy, easy answer. Easy. Easy answer. Um, Berbatov. Berb- I mean, is it, is it Berbatov or is it Villa? What's going on here? <laughs> Berbatov's not here. He's not Berbatov's here. left the room. <laughs> Let me t- it's David Villa, uh, Henrik Larsson, Dav- Jamie Vardy. Dav- Dav- Villa sec- uh, David Villa second, Larsson mm. third, and then Vardy fourth. But Eto, Eto is easy first. David Villa has quickly become one of the most underrated ballers. Mm-hmm that people ever talk about. It's that people forgot how good this guy was because he was pro- probably because he's in a team with Xavi, Iniesta, Messi, Busquets, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, but there were so many games. And I distinctly re- remember actually the Champions League final against United where Barcelona are not at it and he pulls out a worldie out of nowhere. He was like a goal scoring inside forward before mm-hmm. goal scoring inside mm-hmm. forwards existed. When Fernando Torres played for Spain, he basically went and played as a left winger and they, they played with Fernando Torres as a, essentially a nine, although they played two up front. Um, I think he's so disrespected. I don't know his goal scoring record off the top of my head, but I'm going to no, give it a quick brilliant. Google now. It's brilliant. For Spain, it's like 50-something. 
52. I think even somewhere. at the time, and I think you make a great point, even at even his in his prime, he was still, you know, I don't think given the plaudits he deserved, he was a fabulous he was one of my favourite players. One of my favourite players. I mean, Zara, I think just yeah, him. Zaragoza um David Villa was unbelievable. Moving to Valencia, yeah. he was unbelievable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Barcelona. I'm just trying to find his assist stats because I can't find them. But first two years, I've got his goals. Brilliant. His, his stats are crazy. In in La Liga, he's got 353 games, 185 goals, 45 assists. That's mental. Like in a team that's got Messi, in a team that's got Xavi, in a team that's got. You know how sometimes you go like, they, but he had all them good players in his team. That's why he was so good. His is actually the flip side. Like despite having all them good players in the team, he was still pulling up crazy numbers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like, um, but I feel like Eto's career is now being underrated at the same time. You know, you know, Eto, like Eto, I feel like people are not are not giving, especially now. Like we're comparing, like, like forget, forget. Like Rumi did a good job putting Villa in there because I feel like again, I agree that the, the four people earlier it was just a disrespect to Eto. <laughs> I, it was worse than it was worse than the other list with Yaya Toure. <laughs> like, like, no, but like, Henrik Larsson was actually unbelievable, bro. Yeah, okay, like genuinely. Well, okay, listen, Henrik Larsson's like, selection is cute, isn't it? <laughs> but Villa, like, like, are, are, are you are you okay with, with Eto, bro? Eto, let me let me let me just give you a rundown, yeah. Eto has won two African Cup of Nations with Cameroon. Eto's got an Olympic gold medal. Eto won back-to-back treble. The only player ever to do that. Eto, we talk about Dino winning the Ballon d'Or. You do know in that season, Eto, when he won the league, got 29 goals. Eto's career is so underrated. And for you to put him in the list of Vardy, you know, like v- big, big Vardy. I mean, compared to Eto. Come on, bro. Listen, David Vardy won the league with Leicester. Come do you on, think bro. Samuel Eto could do that with Leicester? Come on, bro. Like, come on, man. Two, like, Eto's career is mad underrated for, for him to be compared with him. Eto is easily first. Let's just, let's just move on. Next topic. Let's go. <laughs> um... I disagree. I've got I've got uh, David Villa first. Oh, Pro- poss- possibly one of my favourite players of all time. Um, so yeah, I've been David Villa first. And Faze, Faze was just fuming this entire episode. What happened today, Faze? Like, why are you so angry? Barcelona won, man. Barcelona won last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. See, it wasn't me. It's, it's you. Usually, usually, usually um, it's me and Faze will argue with each other. Me and him agree with each other today. Yeah, it's yeah, weird, man. man. It's weird. Barcelona, man, pissed me off. But no, nah, Eto, like, how's Eto not first, bro? Like, what is going on here? Bro, David Villa is unbelievable, though. Genuinely, he's unbelievable. Uh, Villa, I, I listen. I, before he joined Barca, that's when my agenda started going with him. But at Valencia, it, it, I loved him. The World Cup 2010 was mostly him. It was it was a top score? I think joint top score with Foyland, I think, with five goals. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. What he did was amazing, but. Don't put, but Eto, it was different. It's you know, it's it's different tables, man. It's it, honestly, it's different tables. Villa's table two, Eto's table one. Uh, I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you what Eto's done. Like but what? Hey, hey, don't, don't, forget hey, don't, forget, don't forget Eto at Mallorca. Eto Mallorca, forget, Eto's was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know how Eto came out? I don't know if you guys know. Eto, like, I've, uh, I think most of you guys do know. Like he came out and said that uh, him and him and Titi, him and Henri. Like, I feel like I was better than Henri and this and that. I disagree. I think Henri is different. Henri, for me, is better than TT. But Eto's got good arguments to make if he, for him to be better than TT. So we out here comparing TT and Henri, and you put David Villa and, and Vardy in there. Come on, bro. Like, like this is this one I understand. Like, TT and Eto belongs to their own table. David Villa is table two. There's no problem with that. Like, two different tables. 
Right, FAs oh, are spot on, bro. <laughs> Man, he's so angry today. This is as angry as I've seen him. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what, just very quickly, what table is Vardy on? Just out of interest for those that are like, we have big Vardy fans on the pod. Vardy, bro, Vardy is not in that venue, bro. He's not in that, <laughs> he's not in that restaurant, man. <laughs> he's another waiter. <laughs> he's a hey, hey, fucking receptionist, bro. Like, come on, bro. He's not there, man. Wow, 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 wow. Um, Colleen, very quickly, are you going Eto or David Villa first? No, Eto. I love Villa. It's a close one. It's a close one. But Eto, top as well. Right. I'm not going to throw any more names out in case Faisal starts shouting at me again. <laughs> I, can, I can feel his phlegm in the room. Um, <laughs> as always, we're going to leave you with an icebreaker. This one came in last minute, so you probably haven't had any time to think about it, but we only need your answer in a word. Who would you rather have managing your club today? Graham Potter or Eddie Howe? Have a think. Colleen, you can go first. No reasons, just want a name. I hate both of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but I'll... Eddie Howe. Remedy? Uh, you should have asked this question last year because, like, you know, Graham Potter had a bit more PR about him. Like, <laughs> But, no, I'm going to take Eddie Howe. Please. Yeah, same, Eddie. Quick caveat: I don't think Graham Potter's becoming a bad manager overnight. Chelsea are in a bit of a bad situation. But, Agreed. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll come out the other side. Whether he comes out the other side as Chelsea manager, I think he'll be fine. He's a great manager. Although I think he went to Chelsea and focused too much too much on the aesthetics. He got his beard done, got his teeth <laughs> done, got his eyebrows done. Just slow down, brother. <laughs> can't look peng before you've achieved nothing <laughs> at Chelsea so just slow down that's my advice Graham go back to the rugged Graham Potter and I think you see a different side of the man it's like WWE Kane as soon as Kane took off the mask it was over keep the mask on <laughs> keep it on it's butters but it's the right choice um, we're going to leave you on that note of uh, Kane and Faze will be an angry Colleen thank you very much uh, for hopping on the pod Remedy Faze always a pleasure uh, for you guys listen, make sure you check the guys out. All their links are going to be in the description. Make sure you follow the pod on all the socials at No Ratings Pod. And if you're new here, then subscribe or like the pod, whatever you need to do on whichever podcast platform you like to use. And uh, we'll see you next time.